2: <laughs> what the hell's going on Christmas
1: dude how did you not know that was Christmas
3: I thought that was the time for Halloween
2: song <laughs> oh. is that not <laughs> it's Halloween. it it kind of like blends into each other <laughs>
3: Authorities are desperately searching for a killer, accused of going on a rampage. The search for a possible serial killer.
1: An urgent manhunt for a man authorities believe is behind a triple killing spree.
0: Police here speculating that a possible serial killer may have struck again. I told her to get out of the car and that's when she became afraid. And then I shot her.
1: Welcome... To Jesse Wiseman's Crime Corner. Yeah. Holiday edition. (laughs) Right? We thought, you know, we always do these like, you know, gory, crazy murder stuff, crime. And we thought tonight.
3: Something a little bit more lighthearted. We
1: do we do that, but worse. Right? (laughs) We thought for the holidays, let's step it up a notch.
3: As opposed to making it festive, we're right. really going to lean into it this right.
1: time. I thought maybe I could do like a happy, you know, the, the kid is kidnapped and they find him. Right? No. No. Oh, or
2: heartbeat. maybe a
3: happy murder, like yeah. the right person gets it.
1: Right. But I thought, mm, mm uh-uh. Let's go. Probably, um one of the now everyone in this story that survived the trauma of that is so deep seated and it and it's you know it's what we're dealing with right now today with the kids and they're just so into you know the magic of it and Santa and oh Santa's here and you know what I mean yeah come on in Santa.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think this story here is going to teach kids a very valuable a lesson very about very valuable about Santa lesson and a very that... valuable lesson about stranger danger.
1: Right. That a Santa not real obviously sorry. What? <laughs>
3: what? If he is kind of a creep.
1: Right.
4: The real Santa was. But also, oh,
1: yeah. even if it is Santa. Don't just let them in willy-nilly, right? We're doing a fun holiday massacre, right? (laughs) Yes, and we'll make it fun and flirty. Do not worry. Um... I don't know. Should we do some banter at the front? How have you guys been? What are we going to be up to for the holidays? Oh, I love you. I haven't seen you in forever. What's I up? I forgot the
3: list again. Yeah, I was going to say, do we have any, uh, have any titles from, well, from last you know, episode? We kind of
1: we're trying to really boost the audio of it all. Oh, okay. And the and obviously
3: said... titles can only be seen visually while we're while we're saying them,
1: right. <laughs> And so our listeners, as amazing as they are, and actually like give us the exact titles that we want.
3: They've done a good job, yeah.
1: When we're trying to boost the show out to an audience that's other than the nine of us (laughs) listening and the three of us here. God bless all nine of you. They kind of don't get our humor, right?
3: Oh, it's one of those You know what I
1: mean? And so I want to kind of do a little bit of a different title, but... I thought maybe, do we do something where we change it on Patreon, the title, or I just give, you know... We read it, and then... We
4: need to come up with another new game, because
3: the game is fun. Because we love games. Yeah. Well, no, personally, I'm sick and tired of being outshined by listeners. I like to be the clever one. And yeah, I, I know. It really, really digs at me when somebody else comes up with a clever title. I I mean, know. I laugh about it during the show, but on the drive home, I'm just fucking...
1: Yeah, you're like, oh, oh, time. you want to be on the show? Uh, why do you fucking a show? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know. I've seen it. I pulled yeah. up next to you before, just yeah. on my way home. It's not pretty. And it's, it's just... <laughs> I, I
3: really got to start taking a different route home because we're both going yeah, through Yeah, we're a, both going the same way. Same there way might be a red light, you know, yeah. and
1: you're still... <laughs>
4: I can't hold it in. Can't I just need to... I just want an excuse to keep talking shit about Ruben, you know? Oh, like, well, We need to figure out... No problemo. We yeah. will not
1: stop doing that, right? <laughs> oh, easy peasy. Easy peasy, Ruben. Don't even think for one second you can come up with a fucking title <laughs> <laughs> that will win ever. That's right. And thank you for listening and we love you. Okay.
4: <laughs>
1: so, um, shall we get into it? This That's is a, juicy. you yeah. just, just, just jump right into it? it I it, think we should Honestly, jump.
3: The, the, this episode turned out being, like the notes turned out being longer than I initially expected.
1: Right, because like when you first hear it, you're like, Seems oh pretty shit.
3: pretty cut and dry. All right. But then when you get into it, it gets juicy. It's
4: it yeah. real juicy. Ooh.
1: You ready? You ready, Joel?
4: I guess. You are This is like a Santa murder? not know
1: what the fuck is going on ever. <laughs> so don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> not with this one. We're sending Joel on a, a, a goose chase, Mr. Toad's wild ride. I love that ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We actually changed it specifically so that you go, what? Right? Okay. Okay? This is a twist? So gotta get give, ready.
3: Gotta give full credit ch- to Jesse for that one because I was trying to find a, a good red herring to start off with. Right. And we ended up doing about like a good 30 minutes of rewrites right before recording the show. All thanks to Jesse and, and found the hook.
4: And ruined the show.
1: And all thanks to you for writing no, it.
4: Brought, brought it. And brought we're it a good right team.
1: And we're a good thruple. <laughs> right? I love um.
4: Mr. Toad's wild ride. Dude, my that's favorite my ride favorite ride. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: my favorite. All right, let's get into it. Favorite fucking Disney.
4: <laughs> it's the best Disney ride at Disneyland.
1: It's the best Disney ride. Like
4: the small of the small rides, not the roller coasters right, or but, any of this shit. But
1: by the way, those are the ones that imprint on me. Like, yeah. I don't. If you you know maybe Splash Mountain, but other than that, like the kid ones are the ones that like stay with you forever. If you hear Disneyland, you're gonna think Mr. Toads and the Alice in Wonderland one.
4: Alice in Wonderland, did you go on that one? It's almost just like the Toad one. A
1: little bit scary, right? There's a scary part in it.
4: And at the end, you come outside and you're up high.
1: Oh, and you go down the plants. The Peter Pan one. Remember, you go to uh, Neverland. Oh, like and you're, you go you're to riding the, in the flying boats? The Dirtbag Island. Remember when he goes to Dirtbag Island or whatever? Yeah, was, or is just, that
4: Pinocchio? That's the Native Americans. Uh, no, that
1: would be Pinocchio, and it's
3: Pleasure Island. The, Pleasure Island. Uh, yeah. Pleasure island. The operators had to stop me from climbing
4: out of the car.
1: <laughs> By the way, Pleasure <laughs> Island.
4: That place was scary.
1: I think that's like our whole
4: I think you just vibe. approached it wrong.
1: That's us three. That's our whole vibe. Do you remember when you're going through Pleasure Island and it's just like Pinocchio's like, ooh, and it's all like smoky, like kids smoking. Yeah, and they're trying to make it drinking. scary. You're like,
3: oh, look at all these kids over here. They're, they're smoking I know. and We're drinking like, and gambling. You're like, problem? sign yeah, me go. up. Yeah.
1: yeah, you left Pleasure Island. Why?
3: <laughs> oh, because you're going to turn into a jackass. Hey, I was born a jackass.
1: Right?
4: <laughs> Jackasses are hard workers, too, you know? Sure. It's a donkey, right?
1: Yep, that's yeah. a that's a yeah, way to go so. with that. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. way to go with that one. <laughs> 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 Love it. Let's get in the spirit, guys, shall we? Um, Coop, I'm going to have you start us off with this one again. Another another Coop Take original. He's going to inject a lot of his hatred for different, you know, towns, cities, people, Races. times of year, I, traditions, religion. I dare religion. you to
3: find anything that that I can't hate. Right. I have yet and, to.
1: And so, um, I think this. I think this first paragraph is going to really set the scene. All right, I'll open and it here up. we go, guys. Happy holidays, okay? Merry Every Christmas. December,
3: families across the world gather together to sing songs, trade gifts, and briefly pretend they don't despise one another during a formerly pagan holiday we now know as Christmas. During this most wonderful time of the year, little boys and girls, snug in their beds. Wait anxiously for a visit from the greatest Coca-Cola mascot of all time, Santa Claus. For children above the age of 10 or below the poverty line, a visit from St. Nicholas is nothing but a dream. But for a family from Covina, California, it was a nightmare. The real Santa came and killed him? Uh I mean, close enough. So. He is just a, like, diabetic home invader.
1: Okay.
4: Santa's murdering people? That's what this is going to be? Do you believe in Santa?
1: Okay, then he didn't. You know what I mean? (laughs) 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 Elf on the shelf.
4: Okay, okay.
1: Sometime around 3 a.m. on Christmas Day. 2008, Brad Pardo came home to discover the body of his brother, Bruce, laying in a pool of blood. He had been shot once in the head... And a 9mm pistol rested in his lap. As police investigated the scene, a second 9mm pistol was found nearby, along with with a fresh bullet hole in the ceiling. Initially, police believed that at least two gunmen had invaded the home of Brad Pardo and were surprised to find his brother, Bruce. As it goes with many bungled home invasions, shots were fired, and an innocent life was taken. As investigators began to dig into Bruce's past, a different story began to take shape. Interesting. Roughly one week before the corpse was discovered, Bruce's ex-wife Sylvia had finalized their divorce. So now we're thinking, you know what I mean? As more information was uncovered, it was re- revealed that Sylvia's maiden name was Ortega, giving police a promising lead to follow in the murder of Bruce Pardo. So now they're thinking, is it her? Do you know what I mean? Was he trying to take the kids? Not sure.
3: Some sort of connection with the right. with a toxic relationship, rough divorce. Right. Something bad went Something down.
1: Something which you can always trace back. Um, we also need to say Covina... And uh, Silmar, where Bruce was found. Not high crime areas. Weirdly, I don't know. This is a California situation, right? So Mm -hmm. when I hear Covina, I guess I kind of thought it was high crime, but maybe it's just.
3: I initially thought it was also. Middle class? Yeah, really. Working class? They're mostly working class, like fairly blue collar neighborhoods. Right. But not. Uh, you know, not slums, right. by any means. Right.
1: Um, so this gave uh, police a promising lead to follow in the murder of Bruce Pardo. Tracing this new information back to its source, investigators realized the case was far more complicated than they initially thought. Joel?
4: Did they die?
1: What do you think happened? <laughs> right? We we already are like, what do you think happened, Joel? No. Where's this going? There's so much more.
4: He shot himself. Buckle. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Maybe. On the night of December 24th, 2008, the Ortega family was gathered together to celebrate Christmas Eve, hosting the festivities were 80-year-old Joseph Papa Joe Ortega and his 70-year-old wife, Alicia.
4: Ortega salsa, chili. Right? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, this
1: Christmas party, lit, dude. Right? The best food, probably. Oh, my God, yeah. So, neighbors of Papa Joe and Alicia Would say and family and everything like their Christmas Feliz Navidad, whatever their Christmas (laughs) parties were the shit. 30, 40 people, always family, fun games, poker, drinking like good ass food. Yeah, right.
3: I, I can't imagine getting along with with that many members of my family.
1: Oh, my God. When people say like, oh, yeah, we even just immediate family, we all get together. I go, how?
3: Yeah. What? And, yeah. and also who cares?
1: <laughs> and also, why are you talking to me? You know what I mean? <laughs> why are you telling me about your dumb family? Uh, yeah.
3: What, what's your name again? And why, yeah, do, you, I know. why do you keep saying Can you knew me when I was my this tall?
1: Burger. Um.
4: <laughs> open the presents and get the fuck out of my house. Can what? I get my yeah.
1: fucking burrito? Why what? are you telling me this? <laughs>
4: White people don't know how to party. White families it's so true. Hate each other. One hundred percent true. Mexican families fucking get down. One
1: hundred percent true. And, and and by the way, I will also say, low. You know, we're saying below the poverty line. We're saying you know, low income, whatever. White poor families. Know to party. Yeah. Poor people know how to party because we're not fucking judging oh, yeah, anybody. Fucking, you go into that trailer and do your fucking crack. You go into that trailer and <laughs> fucking <laughs> smoke weed. You stay out here and drink, whatever. Right. And we're all going to laugh and have fun. Someone's going to know a song on the on the guitar, right? Mm -hmm. And play it over and over. By the
3: going to be playing some mariachi music.
1: And that, like that, mariachi. Mariachi. (laughs) How how do you?
3: I don't know. I've only I've only seen it on paper.
4: How do do you? (laughs) I've only seen it
1: written down. (laughs) Um, But by the way, yes.
4: (laughs) Mariachi.
3: Uh, mariachi. Okay, so I was saying it right.
1: You were.
4: Yeah. Okay, yes. Good. Yeah. Hundred yes.
3: percent. Ortegas. People with like the last of Home name. Depot keep making fun of me, then.
1: <laughs> people with like the last name Ortega, you know, Ruiz. That's a fucking go to that party. You know <laughs> what
4: I, mean? I like how the like the, the we're just waiting for a, some racist comment to happen, but we've done actually a pretty good job this round of not being racist, have we? Yeah. Well, in this oh.
1: instance. Leg up. They know how to do it. White people, honestly, white people fucking Christmas party, snooze.
3: Oh, Jesus Christ. It's a fucking nightmare. Everyone's
1: like,
2: oh, that's so cute.
1: Where'd you get that sweater? Cute.
3: I dread Christmas every year because I have, I have to pretend like I care about my extended family. I I barely remember the names of any of these people. I know, and part of them are, are only related to me through marriage. Right? And They're all talking about like, oh, you remember ten years ago when we were when no. we were hanging out here? I'm like, no, I have no idea who the nope. fuck you are. No. Nope. No offense, but seriously, I have no idea who the right. fuck these people. And you're are. just like
1: you're just like. Can I just get my burrito? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> are we related? I mean, I don't fucking know. Can, you, just, can you look
3: the other way so me and my brother in law can go outside and smoke some weed and eat some food and then, by the way, quietly slip away.
1: Now, if we are going to talk about the only fun thing in a white person's Christmas party is when you find another person that you can sneak away with oh, yeah. to either smoke a sid, smoke some weed, whatever. Yeah. Then you feel like. But by the way, at the other parties. You don't need to sneak away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, fucking, that yeah. the real ones, doing it, fucking dream. Just right light up give... in here, whatever.
4: I gotta give props to my parents. They actually know how to do Christmas right. They do. Everyone but there's has a, a Santa thing cup full of fucking whiskey. We all drink. Dude, your parents drugs. know
3: how to party in general. Like I've yeah. I've blacked out at your parents' house and more times not, than they, I can
4: count. Which so, they God bless. So, so <laughs> I.
1: So also, what I'm saying is, when I would go to my Bakersfield family. Oh yeah. That. That's how you fucking do it, right?
3: Oh, you put on some corn. The weird fucking cousin, cousin coming in, in, the, the smoking weed yeah. in the <laughs> in garage. The trailer. It's
1: like everyone has whiskey in the eggnog. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's so.
3: That's my kind of Christmas. Yeah,
1: there was. It was a no judgment zone, if you know what I mean.
3: As it yeah. should be.
1: As it fucking should be, Coop.
3: That's family. <laughs> yeah. Family. family. <laughs> family.
1: Um <laughs> So anyway, so they're having this party. Relatives from the U.S. and Mexico had come together to celebrate the birth of Messiah, packing their home with <laughs> nearly 30 people. Coop. I mean, it's good. Why is,
3: why is that funny?
1: Because I could just hear, because I know, because I know you're writing it.
3: Yeah. That's is he not the Messiah? Is yes, he not the yes. Okay, mid. He's mid.
1: This is why the Spanish word really for vagina we is synonymous with clown car.
3: <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> right? Look what? it up. Same word. Same word in Spanish.
1: Same word in Spanish. Vagina, vagina and clown car. Same <laughs> word.
4: Really? I didn't know that.
1: What is it? Puta? Pita? Pita? Pito?
4: I, p- <laughs> pita bread?
1: Pio?
3: I have no idea. I barely speak English. Puñeta? gato? <laughs>
2: okay. Uh, is it like not, or something like that. I'm going to no stop that. Chicharone?
4: I'm going to stop that. I'm going to stop.
1: Yeah. So anyways, yeah, uh, basically yeah, 30 people at the party, most of them related, right? So they're all Yeah, all of them either
3: related or, through or through married marriage. into yeah. it,
1: whatever. So among the people gathered... Surprisingly,
3: a handful of Polish names in there, too. Hmm.
1: Because the girls married white dudes, right? Uh,
3: I I mean, they want to get their credit scores up there.
1: Yeah, they want... To, they
3: want... They, they want citizenship and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they they want to get out of Covina.
1: They want to get their credit scores up. Um. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um...
3: God bless, Jesse, for putting up with this every week. <laughs> I know, I know.
1: I love it. I love it. I feel like I'm at a Mexican uh, Christmas party. I can
4: imagine No it judgment
1: head. zone, huh?
4: I can imagine the party right now in my head. Right? They're all crazy, having fun. There's a dude that's spinning a chicken's head, ripping Not it off. Not one
1: person is asking, like, where'd you get that? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. dress or sweater. It's really just, like...
4: There's a
3: 13-year-old girl that has grandkids. Right? Yep. It's like we pregnant. know the answer. Goodwill. <laughs> pregnant with her
2: fourth
1: We know child. where <laughs> you got it. You stole it from the laundromat. So <laughs> among, among the people gathered at the Tor- Ortega home were Joe and Alicia's adult children, Charles, James, Sylvia, Alicia, and Leticia?
4: I think Le- Leticia or Leticia. Leticia, Leticia. And it's Joel, not Joe. What?
3: Uh, no, for sure. Is Sh- it a Mexican dude? Short for Jose. Yeah. Jose.
4: Yeah. yeah. Or Joel. Papa Jose.
2: Joel?
1: Isn't that yours?
4: That's my name, yeah. Joel. Yeah.
1: So then Who, why would Joe what? be your name?
4: Because well I wait, can't it's, see the writing. I thought it was Joel. No, Joe. No. Joe. 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 Wait, Joel, that's... Colorblind that, Joel. Is that a depth? real name?
3: This is
2: not going to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, Joel, that's, when I get in an Uber and it's a Mexican dude... They'll start speaking Spanish and call me Joel, and I'm like, oh, no, habla espanol. And they're like, okay. And they go back to English, and they're like, this guy's not Mexican. Okay, did now we're going to always call you Joel, dude. Joel. Oh, yeah.
2: Joel.
1: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Joel. No, it's Joe, not Joel. (laughs) And Alicia's adult children, okay. And Leticia. Along with their young children, who ranged between the ages of 8 and 17, also attending the party were extended family members such as cousins and their spouses. The home was filled with wall-to-wall... Wall, the home was filled wall-to-wall wall with smiling faces. Smiles that some would say.
2: Joel. <gasps> no!
1: <laughs> they lit up a room, Shit. Joel! Oh, no! Joel, even the kids. They lit up a room.
4: With everyone at the
1: party? The whole family. They love the whole family,
3: right? That's why it's always a bad idea to smile in any situation. Do
1: not light up a room.
3: Resting bitch face is your number one defense against being murdered. Absolutely. They're all going to die?
1: No, Joel. Okay.
3: Wait for it. Can't jump ahead.
1: God. I'll tell you when you can start saying, what? (laughs) 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 After a day of revelry... The children retired to the rear of the house to play video games while the adults gathered around the dining room table for an old-fashioned game of Texas Hold'em.
3: They're not that cool. They're not Colombian. They're Mexican. Texas (laughs)
1: Hold'em!
3: They can't afford cocaine. (laughs) Tejas Hold'em.
1: Tejas (laughs) Hold'em. Around 11.30 p.m. So there was a knock at the front door. One of the Ortegas' granddaughters.
2: Hello. Oh, yeah.
3: Hello. One of the- <laughs> <laughs> Hello. hola <laughs> Turning this into a, a radio drama. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get the shoes on the thing. Okay, okay. Um, for audio, for audio <laughs> listeners, that did nothing, by the way. So oh, yeah. you've got to watch the video. Sorry. Um, <laughs> one of the Ortegas' granddaughters. Eight-year-old Katrina.
3: Good luck with this. Yes. Yep.
1: Ziv. Yes,
3: if. Is it Polsk Is it Pulsky?
1: Is the Y silent?
3: Any of these letters could be silent. Could be silent. no idea.
1: Zipolsky? Is a Polish name or something? could be pronounced karma for
3: all the
1: dad's white. Okay.
3: <laughs> what gave that away? I know Zevpolsky. Y Z E F P O L S K Y.
1: Reuben, don't even start. Yeah. We know you know, bitch. Um, <laughs> we know we you know Google how too. it's pronounced. Okay. Um, so she opened the door to find the magical, morbidly obese home invader, invader known as Jenna! Santa. Old Saint Nick. Hey, Santa. <laughs> Possible is it just title me or- for this. Hit him where it jingles.
3: <laughs> right? Hit him in the jingle balls. Hit
1: him in the jinglers. Um, you, what were you going to say? Is it
3: just me or the whole concept? I'm sure that there's been a bunch of comedians that have made this connection before, but is it not creepy that there's an old fat man that sneaks into homes to give gifts to children? Shouldn't he be on a sex offender registry? I don't understand. Yes, fine.
1: but doesn't it come... Doesn't it come from, like, a real story of someone? And so they made him look... The real guy was creepy, but he did good things. Saint Nick, uh, no? I
3: mean, to a to a certain degree, but... There's always
1: a, there's always a dark but, I mean, the, side the to whole, any of those stories.
3: The whole fictional story of it is creepy as fuck to me.
1: Creepy, yeah. And, like, we're supposed to teach kids, like, Don't that's run- cool. Like, this one creepy... Dude, this one we'll stranger that but comes to your home else, offering
3: gifts is okay. It, that's okay, but anybody if else, anyone no.
1: else tries to do it, it's a no go. Uh,
3: actually, there's a there's a good lesson that we'll find out as as the story goes on. If he comes down the chimney, safe. Front door comes through the front door, not safe. Run.
1: Um. So little Katrina was understandably excited, right? Um. It was Christmas Eve, and. Santa Claus. Oh, mira, mira. <laughs> mira, mama, Santa Claus.
3: Right? Mama, papa, mira. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mira, mira. Yeah. Santa Claus.
1: <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is that, German, Dutch? Oh, no, what she, was uh, that? I mean, she
3: was Polish, so. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe she, maybe she, she had was a little, the one little po- bit of her the daddy's po- accent. The
1: one Polak in the place, huh? <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa Claus anyways i think
4: that was racist that felt like that felt felt like there hasn't racism. been one
1: thing i've said that, was... that hasn't been racist
3: okay okay i mean technically all of us here are mixed race to a certain degree sure. So i think that yeah that we can get away with pretty much anything. we all I have mean, like i'm, mixes I'm of half like irish a... and half scandinavian right right oh, okay Bitch. that's mixed race i know i know Yes. Yeah, okay sure. thank you no you... check your privilege
1: I was about to step on your joke with the same <laughs> joke. I was like, I know, I'm like German, Irish, you know what I mean? Like totally mixed. Um, all right. Um,
4: mida- so cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was waiting for a Hitler joke from you guys. Oh. Ben. What what joke? Was that funny? There it is.
3: We went over this last week and I had <laughs> I, I had know. to have a really long conversation with you guys after the show to explain yeah. my views. Right. Your he love. like
1: gave us both books. Remember the book <laughs> that he gave us? Oh yeah,
3: yeah. Neither one of you guys realized that he actually did a sequel to Mind Conf. Mind conf Two: Electric Boogaloo. It's even better than the first.
1: Mind <laughs> <How'd> Comp <you get laughs> Two: <laughs> Electric Boogaloo <laughs> is the title of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to make any sense except for the people that listen on Patreon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she was understandably excited. Mita, Mita. It was Christmas Eve, (laughs) and Santa Claus had just made a surprise appearance to their family gathering, bearing an armload of gifts. Had she taken a moment to analyze the situation, she would have noticed a few clues that this wasn't actually a jolly sweatshop owner from the North
4: Pole. The AR strapped to his back wasn't evidence enough? Oh no, he just had gifts in his hands. Yeah. Nicely wrapped gifts.
1: The first indication that something was amiss was that it was 11.30, (laughs) so uh, hours earlier than uh, Santa usually makes his rounds. The second red flag was when Saint Nick drew a nine millimeter pistol pistol and shot Katrina in the face.
3: Fuck! I have never once seen a mall Santa do that.
1: Right, and I love that you call that a red flag.
3: What, is it not?
1: Just a caution, just like a little (laughs) speed bump. (laughs) Just a little speed bump in trusting this Santa is being shot in the face. The man in the red coat wasn't there to spread holiday holiday cheer. He was there to murder
3: the entire. Fuck. Now, see, there was a. I was I was thinking about putting something different there, but I think the alliteration was just a little bit too much. I was going to say he's not there to spread holiday cheer. He's there to spread holiday fear. It seemed too much like a corny eighties yeah.
1: Yeah, tagline. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, it's one of those that we have a to... i got to put a
4: bass drop on that. I have a little bit <laughs> of respect
1: you? for myself. Can you?
4: Yeah, I'll put okay. a bass drop on that.
1: <laughs> Back in the near future, after the discovery of Bruce Pardo's body later that night, that we already talked about, what, what are you two fucking winky-winky about? <laughs> Sorry? I- what are you fucking <laughs> tugging dicks about over there?
3: <laughs> See, goddammit, you were... I was trying to write that as confusingly as possible. <laughs> you saw right through it.
1: <laughs> what was I? You do it. You do it.
3: No, no, I'm just saying back in the near future. <laughs> yeah, no back goddamn in near future like no, that. I, I was I think like, was, maybe. You've spent enough time around me that the, yeah, the that nonsense cool shit that I say just kind of makes off. sense.
1: Yeah. After the discovery of Bruce Pardo's body later that night, dots began to be connected. Obviously, the costume gunman who arrived at the door of the Ortega household was also responsible for the death of Pardo that we found earlier in the story, right? Okay. There's His a- brother found him. Looks like suicide, but there's also another gun there. There's a shot in the ceiling. There's blood all over. If you're putting a gun up, up to your head, stuff. it's
3: pretty hard to miss. Yes. Generally.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, you're like, oh, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Did I get it? Uh, so, autopsies revealed that the gun used during the attack on the Ortegas was the same caliber as the weapon used to end the life of Bruce. But why? The answer to this question was a plot twist straight out of a poorly written student film.
3: And all three of us have a lot of experience with those. Exactly.
1: The man at the door was actually Bruce Jeffrey Pardo. Dun, dun,
2: dun. Another bass drop. (laughs) Yes.
1: A 45-year-old ex-husband of Sylvia Ortega, Pardo and Sylvia had met in 2004 and later married in 2006. A little over one year later, Sylvia filed for divorce. The couple had many arguments over Sylvia's three children, which Bruce refused to help support. The relationship declined over fur th- uh, even further when Sylvia discovered her new husband had been hiding the existence of a child from his previous marriage, which he also refused
3: to support. This is another one of those situations where I, okay, this is a little bit easier than previous cases, but trying to decide who the bigger piece of shit is, Sylvia didn't sound all that... All that great from uh, I left out some of the details about the stuff that she was doing. Obviously, Bruce was the one that was worse. I mean, he uh-huh. was the one that committed a a, a massacre. Sure, but do tell you what was her problem? Uh, what's,
2: the she, problem the
4: uh, I, what's the problem I, I, with I the shouldn't, woman?
3: What's the problem with the woman? Shouldn't shouldn't jump too far ahead. She took his goddamn dog. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Dude. Like they're Let's they're Mexican. They don't give a shit about. Hey, dogs. John Wick.
3: John Wick killed
4: way more people. Do you
2: have the whole
1: Bruce backstory in here?
3: Uh, Portions of it, yeah. I mean, there's...
1: Do you have... What happened to the kid in question that he kept from her?
3: Oh, okay. So this. Oh. So his. Sorry. Sorry. That he was supposed to be taken care of. Thirteen month old. Injured in a horrific pool accident. He turned
1: on the TV. The kid fell in the pool. He was paraplegic for the rest of his life because of it. (laughs) And he fucking boned out a month after this happened.
3: Let he who is without sin cast the first (laughs) stone.
1: Coopaloop, <laughs> Coopaloop. Anyways, Bruce is sweet. Bruce is sweet. He's awesome. <laughs> so Bruce Bardo, he's just. But uh, by the way, I he was that's... super fun to hang out with. Everyone that you ask about Bruce was like, he was so fun, so nice, so outgoing. We loved him.
4: Okay, I mean, so he's just
1: a real fucking cool dude, and I think he got a bad rap.
4: <laughs> <laughs> cool. Bruce is Santa, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I am.
1: So Bruce Pardo was a Thank real. God,
3: this is taking so much heat off of me after the after the Hitler stuff last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank Let's you, get Jessica. into how it's that. Sylvia's
1: fault. <laughs> <laughs> nope. She it always... drove him to it. Hey, you
3: know what? Don't. <laughs>
1: that was crazy. Do not bitches.
3: even get me started about little Katrina. Eight year old oh, Katrina. Do you think that she's innocent in this whole thing? No.
1: No. She steals. <laughs> she was. Sylvia was just fucking nagging,
2: dude. (laughs) Nagging him.
1: And that'll drive a dude crazy,
3: right? Everyone knows that. Yeah, I know. Been there. (laughs) Read the
1: next paragraph. (laughs) Bruce Parta was a real piece of work. Coop, how's your boy? What happened to your boyfriend, Bruce?
3: (laughs) All right, well, to explain why all this happened... And I'm Let's not, saying, go back. not saying excuse, but sure. possibly justify sure. some of the things that happened. Roughly six months before Bruce Pardo began his rampage at the Ortega home, a divorce court ruled in favor of Sylvia, ordering him to pay $1,785 a month in spousal support.
1: God bitch, damn. That, bitch, that's nothing. Bitch, D- that is nothing.
3: Well, over the following months, as Bruce attempted to fight the ruling, he was fired from his job just for fuck. falsifying his hours and pretending that he was at work when he wasn't actually <laughs> at work and stealing money from the company.
1: And, like, like looking fuck? into other people's, like, profiles and, like, finding out, like, how much they made and, like...
4: Wait, like, you I got know. fired for that? N- yeah. I know. Right? I haven't been fired yet for that.
3: <laughs> See? Because <laughs> this is a good place to work.
1: <laughs> right? This
3: is a healthy working place.
1: And poor Bruce...
2: <laughs> poor
1: poor Bruce. Bruce. worked at... <sighs> he was an engineer, which Electrical we all Electrical engineer...
3: Wh- the nerds always get at the worst. He
1: worked at fucking NASA. Boo! Wait, did he actually?
3: Uh, well, he yes. worked at a, a affiliate, a, a, but yeah, yeah at the time they it worked was the on ITT, jet
1: propulsion. Uh, yeah, NASA. it
3: was uh, ITT Technical Institute or something like that. It was ITT. He something. was a,
1: he was making he was good smart, money. He was smart dude. He was a professional, but nerd. he was so you he know. just
4: didn't want to pay the child support. Well, he he
3: could afford it. It didn't he seem was, like he really wanted to do.
4: Anything. Anything. And yeah.
1: also at this point, when he's ordered to do this, he had
4: lost his job. And he's, oh, he's fat and lazy. I get it. And Santa. a drunk. Santa. And a drunk. And a drunk. Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> all, he's the real he's Santa all like, Claus. Who I,
1: who's, what's my real identity? <laughs> and he like, you know what I mean? He just was like, who do I, at Christmas came around. He kept seeing all these commercials. He's like, that's me, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what happened, Coop?
3: Over the following months, as Bruce attempted to fight the ruling, he was fired from his job as an electrical engineer due to padding his time card with false hours. As a result, the court suspended the alimony payments and instead ordered him to pay Sylvia a one-time fee of $10,000. To add insult to injury, and this is what I was talking about earlier, the judge permitted Sylvia to keep her wedding ring and the fucking dog. (gasps) Look, I'm not saying... And oh, and dude, dude keep the fucking yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I feel no, like sure. the judge is kind of giving him a break. Bruce definitely feels that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He loves to bone
1: out on a kid. That's his fucking jam, dude.
3: While the divorce was finalized, Bruce Pardo <laughs> spent his time drinking and cursing his bitch ex-wife for ruining his life. It, Jesus. I'd,
2: that's good. No, no, word. hang on. No, I did not
3: write that in there. Yeah, yeah. I did not write that in there. Once <laughs> she
1: takes the dog, Coop is like, you fucking deserve whatever you get. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go ahead.
3: Now unemployed and struggling financially, he watched as Sylvia lived rent-free with her parents, spending the money from the settlement on trips to Las Vegas, expensive meals, massages, and golf lessons. Mm-hmm. The last straw for Bruce was when he learned that Sylvia had purchased a fancy new car. It was then that he began planning his revenge. So, Dude.
1: real quick, does he think she also worked at the same place, but kept her motherfucking job? Um, <laughs> did, he actually, did, he actually think, did he actually think... By the way, you give $10,000 to anyone. Like, that's not going to last you a fucking...
2: Month, that, bro.
3: That's like, not like You're not that's buying not like Fancy cars
1: And going on trips Like that's gonna be gone In literally two seconds
3: Yeah I mean Ten thousand it- dollars In the grand scheme of things, it's 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 objectively a a large sum of money. That is not a life changing amount of money. Right,
1: but if you have three kids, if you have a house that you're paying everything, if you have all the bills, if you have a car already, you know, like that's gone. it's
3: it's gone in a handful of months. She
1: was just living it up off the extra two grand. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So he's also delusional, but yeah. Just one week prior to Bruce's killing spree, the divorce was finalized. With seemingly nothing left to lose, he gathered the tools he would use to end the lives of as many members of Sylvia's family as he could. Pardo acquired two 9mm pistols, a Santa costume, which, by the way, he had to get custom because he's 6'4". And, like, Holy thicker. shit, really? Yeah, So he had to actually like go to someone and get a custom Santa. Like, this Whoa. premeditation is, like, not even... A good term for how long he planned.
3: How did that conversation go? Right. Like, what What do you need this for? Uh, I'm a mall Santa. He was
1: like, I think he even said, it, "It's he's July, like, dude. Why are
3: no, you getting Santa's a Santa that. costume?" Because people knew. Oh,
1: it it I think about the <coughs> no, party. Was, people knew better. about the party. It was pretty big, like in their small kind of neighborhood. And he was like, "Yeah, I play Santa at this party, whatever." So. Yeah, there's
4: Santas at Mexican parties. A lot of I remember Santa like coming to the the Mexican. Christmas parties I was at when I was a kid. Yeah, oh, so it's like holy shit, Santa's here. Except he perfect. he shows up and takes all the
3: presents instead of leaving them.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: Like, wait, is that so uncle, that your par- that's
2: uncle
3: Mike?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that your parents can say like, we did get you something. Oh, but they're
4: all empty boxes. Oh yeah.
3: damn, Santa came Santa and took them all back. Them <laughs> back. The that shouldn't you ask for? Shouldn't have been bad this year. Can
4: you imagine if your parents told you Santa stole your presents? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> that would be. Some shitty
2: more bears.
1: traumatizing what than what happened to these kids, right? Oh, so, vastly. Um, so he started planning this. He got a custom ca- uh, Santa costume and homemade flamethrower that he had fashioned out of a compressor. So, oh, wow. we're dealing with someone that we like, someone that we all know, right? Which is like very smart, able to build these kind of things, but one one flick of a switch and it could be used for, right? So, who else would be like, I'm gonna build, like, I know how to build a flamethrower um, and also the preparation he went into as far as going to Iowa, visiting a friend, buying the guns there because of lax laws or whatever coming back, you know. And they also have lax laws on how much ammunition you can get. So, he really planned this you in a, a very like, engineer mind type way, right?
3: Yeah, let that be a lesson to everybody. Do not piss off autistic people.
1: Seriously. Um, I live with
4: an autistic person that has a lot of guns. uh, Yeah. Do not piss off (laughs) autistic people. An
1: autistic person? Yeah. Oh, yes. Is it autistic or
2: Asperger's? Uh, Who knows?
1: It's on the Trump. It's the Trump. Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Trump.
3: So little, on December, specky.
1: yeah, it's just a little specky tree. A little, specky Trump, a,
3: a little touch of the
2: speck. Yeah,
1: are you on the specky or the Trump? <laughs> 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 on December twenty fourth, he wrapped the flamethrower in wrapping paper, loaded his pistols, and donned his costume. He drove from his home in Silmar, which was what forty miles, uh,
3: thirty to forty miles,
1: uh, miles, in a rental car, arriving at the Ortegas' house just before midnight. When young Katrina greeted him at the door, he shot her with no hesitation before turning his attention to the rest of the Ortega family. And if you can imagine in a party and it's kind of like the later in the night, people are starting to leave, people are drunk, people are playing poker, whatever, like it will take you a second to realize like anything that's kind of happening right
3: yeah and i mean like i used to live out in sun valley california any celebration it was a like primarily hispanic neighborhood that i was living in any celebration i mean like fireworks all over the place loud noises yeah and even after you've been drinking and partying all day yeah you hear a loud noise you're like Oh, somebody yeah, dropped huh? something. You're well,
4: what? dude, if I, if I was in that house and I watched Santa, like, blow my sister's head off, it I'd be like, these th- drugs are kicking <laughs> in. Seriously, it
1: would take <laughs> you a second to be like, is this what, what? Yeah. Holy shit,
3: she was a pinata the whole time. <laughs> I know. Oh,
2: God.
1: Um... So after Katrina fell to the ground, Bruce began firing indiscriminately into the guests. Sylvia's brother, Charles, recognized Bruce almost immediately and shouted for his family members to run before attempting to wrestle the weapon away from his former brother-in-law. Charles was then shot along with his brother, James. Miraculously, James and Charles had not been killed.
3: I think we need to take a minute to give some respect to Charles and James because they were the second and third person... uh, second and third people shot during this whole massacre, even after they were shot, both went down both of them got up and still kept trying to fight Bruce like they they, they, they fought the entire time and that was one of the the testimonies from one of the survivors is even after they were like grievously wounded and dying all they did was continue to try and fight this guy. They were fucking
4: badass. bad-ass they were both on the yeah. ground, and they saw each other like, come on, Carnal, Let's <laughs> <There's> go! Let's <laughs> go!" Yeah.
1: And they, like, dragged themselves up. Yeah. Fuck!
4: Bad- Those guys are badass. Badass. Super yeah. badass. For sure.
1: Uh, miraculously, though, yeah, James and Charles had not been killed by the initial gunshot wounds and continued to struggle with Bruce in the living room. Unfor- unfortunately, Bruce was able to fire off a few more shots killing them both as they were fighting them Fuck. as the guests fled Bruce made his way deeper into the house upon hearing the initial gunshots Papa Joe and his wife Alicia hid underneath the dining room table along with their daughters Leti- Leticia, Leticia and Sylvia the ex-wife as well as their daughter-in-law Teresa as Bruce approached Leticia was able to flee the room but the other three women weren't as lucky Papa Joe, Alicia, and Sylvia, and Teresa were all shot, execution style, as they huddled under the table. Fuck. Many of the remaining adult family members had fled to the rear of the house, gathering the children and ushering them safely, sa- t- ushering them to safety as they scrambled out of the house. Bruce unwrapped the package so he brought it's a big compressor that he turned into a flamethrower, and he kind of covered this entire thing in a big box this is the fucking like insanity i don't this know what his workshop looked like diabolical but, shit yeah that, so then he, he wheels did. it like a covered present basically huge covered box wheels it inside takes the box off and then just starts fucking torching the place after that smart by the way don't fuck like with it's all fucking smart had he gotten away i mean listen the connection to the family he would not have gotten away but he really planned this shit even when we get into like how uh, he tried to get away he but... was like a,
3: a goddamn batman villain yeah like the, the I think it was that what was all was this cons- out is possibly, insane
1: yeah he was like possibly what was consuming his days because he had had like because of the, the dog like you said poor bruce was just um you know so sad and his bitch nagging wife Was needing fucking was living it up on fucking five bucks that he gave her. So
3: glad we're on the same page. And
1: so (laughs) he's in his fucking house by himself, like (laughs) coming like this consumed his got. He was busy doing it. Right. Yeah. It kept him busy. He was able to plan all this stuff. It kept him, like, going.
4: It was good for him, yeah. It was good for him.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He that started was, working out, you that know? That was his
3: way of recovering, was, <laughs> yeah. you know, he, he didn't have his job to, right. to keep his mind busy anymore. So and he put it towards like, something, something else constructive. Right. Yeah. It's
1: like, whatever you need. You know what I mean? Some Would people you, do, you, you know. I got turn, a
4: trailer. I work on the trailer.
3: That's what you gets me trailer. through the day. Some, some people do. like origami. Right. You yeah. know, some people play some some solitaire. Murder their or something. They turn
1: to religion sometimes. They get really into, like, a charity. Us, right, right, and then some people
3: <laughs> build a flamethrower and buy a couple of guns, and yeah, go and yeah, and murder shoot their, their entire own family, family. The family. Yeah, on Christmas Eve. Family. Yeah,
4: those are like his kids, right? Like, no, stepkids or whatever it would be, I they mean, were ugh. step, I mean, right? Step I think they kids. had
1: one together,
4: uh, did they?
1: I think they had one daughter together, but the other two were hers from a previous.
3: Okay, I I think that she mm. had three from a previous three marriage. From a pre- okay. Uh He had one from a previous marriage, right. And the two of them never, uh, yeah, but never that one didn't count. I mean, honestly, if, it's all step family. If you were Sylvia, are you gonna fuck this guy? Right, I mean,
1: for real. I, and yeah, I, I kind of
4: get it actually. Like, we I, knew you would. I would murder my step family if the right buttons were pushed. No, it's in law. Yeah, like the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's what so I mean. like you're even worse. That's like flushing. No, a I just want it on
1: record. For your wife. So her family, <laughs> if anything happens.
4: Oh, no, I just oh. want to make sure if oh, that's what oh, you're no, saying. I mean the, the, the last round. The, 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 the ex-step oh, family. The
3: last time you were, you were married? This is oh, news, oh. This is so news this, to me. So this
1: was, he murdered his ex-wife and her family. So if you and your wife.
4: Get a divorce. Get a
1: divorce. You're saying, watch out, bitch. Or I just want to get it on.
4: Depending on what she does to me. Yeah, yeah, watch out. I'll kill your whole fucking family You fuck fucking idiot I mean, hey, <laughs> Fuck down Hey you know what in, She's in, gonna
1: be pissed about I'm that in, in his, his defense show it, to, show it to your dad
3: In his defense <laughs> Show it to your dad In his defense Fair warning
1: Don't nag Don't nag a bitch You know what I mean Don't <laughs> nag a <laughs> fucking dude right? Don't talk back to me It's like hey, Let this be a warning yeah.
2: <laughs> Jesus I know Jesus
1: Right You did it. I take this. it back You I take did it back. this Now oh, you John, wanna that's... stop it You did it <laughs>
3: Why did you make me do this? Why
1: did this? you make me turn this show into another <laughs> woman hating I'm trying to fucking like women. <laughs> just kidding. Uh,
3: so, I'm glad you read that part of the notes. I, I wrote that in there specifically. Yeah, yeah.
1: I kind of that I, I was, had a moment. Was I was just reading it word
2: for word. <laughs> yeah. um, Damn.
1: So they were gathering the children and ushering them to the back of the house. Uh, as they scrambled out of the house, Bruce unwrapped the package containing his homemade flamethrower and set fire to the house. He had initially intended to use the compressor to douse the building in racing fuel, which he would then light with a flare. But the gas unexpectedly, unexpectedly caught fire when it made contact with a candle. Because, you know, they love a candle. <laughs> Your people, right? They love <laughs> candles. Um, Causing to, an explosion that left Cardo with third degree burns on his arms and legs and actually searing. He these. set himself on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good. By, exactly. And by the way, searing the, the Santa costume to his Ooh, skin. Good. So basically leaving like a, I wonder who did it, Mark, for, right? Uh, he set himself on fire. Coop, you take it from here for a couple.
3: The attack on the Ortega home was only one portion of a much larger plan. Over the previous week or weeks, depending on how long, it's kind of hard to question the guy at this point considering he's dead. Right. Bruce had rented multiple cars, which he intended to use to evade police. One of the cars was found parked outside of the home of Sylvia's divorce attorney. Love. Who was the next target on Santa's naughty list? Had the explosion not injured Bruce, the lawyer would have joined his former client in the afterlife upon of, fleeing the house
1: why he, would he oh okay go ahead do you go into like how yeah go into all, go go
3: go so now we're
1: getting into like everything bruce did yeah getting into then. the yeah.
3: portions of the plan that that he had yeah. the nitty in <laughs> into the into the nitty gritty he upon also fle- weirdly
1: like bought a plane ticket to Iowa so that same friend that he got the thing.
3: So was it was it Iowa or was it Illinois because it li- I've I've heard two so different for some reason when when I initially wrote the notes I had put Iowa in there but as I was going back through the information some of it said Illinois some of it said Iowa.
1: You're right. So I don't know why he did this but in his weird brain this is what he thought. So the friend was in Iowa and that's where he initially visited visited got the extra ammo because you can buy a bunch of ammo there he was going to come back to that friend's house he booked the ticket to illinois and was going to drive there he thought in his mind maybe that would like evade because if you look at the flight records he goes to illinois right but he's driven to um illinois uh to iowa and it's very close so i don't know why you would do that but
3: yeah and obviously they don't keep records of rental cars or anything like that yeah so if, sure if he, if so like fluented- it was
1: yeah 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 so in his mind he thought harder to track him if he's now taken off in a rental car than if you just land right in Iowa right again in his mind
3: and i'm not sure if Iowa even has an airport yet i mean they might now cuz it's it's been <laughs> sure. like uh, I mean, it's been a while since these place. So it might be real now. So they, they might have an it actual now. It might be a real state now. now, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was his plan. But, and then in, I think in the car that they found outside the lawyer's place was where they found all of the gear, clothes, ammo, basically stuff to escape with.
0: So he was uh, yeah, then going to maybe
1: take... The rental car that he used for the massacre, go to this car that he left in front of the lawyers, pop him and roll out. Right. Yeah, I I think think. that that was the case because he
3: he had left the majority of the ammunition. So like you were saying earlier, he had he bought way more ammunition than he he needed.
1: And especially with nine mil, like, what are you going to do? Just keep reloading. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why Uh, you would.
3: Yeah. With that with that many rounds, reloading like a 12 round magazine, he would have been there all night. Right. Um, so
1: interesting that he got so, had to get that many for some reason. I
3: I was actually, I was actually thinking that he might have purchased that much ammunition because there were two hundred rounds left over after after everything yeah. was said and done with. I think that he might have purchased that much ammunition just specifically for what he did a little bit later to car. use okay. as, as like a a distraction. Got it. Uh. So. The attack on the Ortega home was only a portion of a much larger plan. Over the previous week, Bruce had rented multiple cars, which he intended to evade police. One of the cars was parked outside of Sylvia's divorce attorney, which was the next target on the list. Had the explosion not injured Bruce, the lawyer would have joined his former client in the afterlife. Upon fleeing the house, Bruce changed out of his costume, placing it in his rental car, and booby-trapping it to hopefully delay police. He had set it up so if anybody tampered with the car... It would start a fire that would set off roughly 200 rounds of nine millimeter ammunition, which would.
1: So he had a flare. It was weird. Like he had the cost, like the Santa costume on the seat, passenger seat, ammo and a flare. Right. And so mm. when the police like pulled you know what I mean? Just tried to look at anything. The flare went off. And then the whole car fucking Yeah, it would explode.
3: start a fire, which would set off the ammunition and yeah. cause some injuries. It would delay the police lo- hopefully long enough for him to leave. Really, the fact that the fire started before he intended it to is the main thing that kind of threw a monkey wrench in the works. I mean, overall, the plan was still stupid. I mean, diabolical and evil, obviously. Right. But... For an engineer, he didn't really think far enough ahead.
1: Like, there's diabolical and evil, and then there's just, like... Not that we... It's not like a Hitler thing where we respect him, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's like like, um, we would have to, in some ways, not respect him, but be like, dang, he really fucking, you know, everything that he did made sense, and he could have gotten away with it, Right. But yeah, that's was, not at all what it was like. It was, like a, it, caught, was a cra- it was like oh, a no. crazy person's, you know, engineer mind, you know, mental break thinking that they're doing, every, you know, they're going to get away kind of thing. So it was like mm. in his mind, he's like the smartest person in the world. Yeah. But again, yeah, it,
3: yeah. it comes back to the type of person that that does things like this, which right. we've talked about a lot on this show is they they think that they are the smartest person in the room and they think that they've they figured out all the things that they need to do and they're gonna outsmart the cops and they have all these they plans everyone's and setting up booby traps thing. and yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's very narcissistic and, and right egotistical. Uh, so upon fleeing the house, Bruce booby trapped the uh, booby trapped the car. He had strapped bundles of cash to his body and booked a plane ticket to Illinois for the following morning, as Jesse was saying earlier, to go visit his, And then drive allegedly to allegedly visit or you know under the guise of visiting his his former high school friend in Iowa.
1: In the state of Iowa, right? <laughs> like, if that's even a place.
3: <laughs> Suffering from painful burns, he knew there was no way for him to board the flight undetected. Instead, Bruce drove to his brother's home in Silmar. Finding his brother wasn't home, Bruce gave his pistol a mouth hug and decked the halls with brain matter, which is very <laughs>
1: interesting. Whoa! I needed him to read that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: His body was discovered by police the following morning. God bless him for doing that. Christmas song and it was well, right. it was
1: actually it was the brother coming home from like a party. Which, by the uh, way, a what Christmas Eve party did you go to that you got home like at three or whatever? Was it the same one that I went to in Vegas one time where I came out, walked out from the Crazy Horse 2 under the fucking freeway Christmas morning? <laughs> what was it like that, you degenerate fuck, Brad Pardo? <laughs> <laughs> but i think we were saying uh the other day on ross Patterson, or me and delco were talking about it but the one the christmases that kind of or christmas eves that imprint are the ones that like you couldn't make it home because it's work or whatever and you had to like just hang out with whatever d- other degenerates like couldn't make it home or had to work that christmas eve shift
2: and murder your and ex's family and, and that's on fire what
1: and... happens is you walk out Christmas morning from crazy horse Two under the freeway. I'm like, like, it was fun. (laughs) Oh God. I could
3: have, but then I went,
1: I think I should leave Vegas. Right. I was like, sun coming up. I go, I think I'm going to pack my stuff and leave tomorrow. Yeah. Back to Kelly. Packed, packed up the Mustang, the red '96 convertible.
4: <laughs> oh, oh, good year.
1: You're welcome. Year. And it was a maroon. It was more of a sparkly maroon. Oh, I know than the exact a Red. <laughs> I think you've probably seen it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't, anyway, can't get red. Red's too tryhard. But also, be careful in the future. I hear that leaving Las Vegas is fatal. <laughs>
1: I'm a prickly pear. (laughs) Favorite movie ever. I fucking love that movie. Fucking love that movie. It's
4: a great movie to watch like if you use it as a drinking game. Holy, I was just going to say
3: you recommended using it as a drinking game. That is the most sociopathic thing I have ever fucking heard. It's real
1: simple, guys. to stay with me. So you just... Drink whenever he drinks. drinks. Holy (laughs) shit, you will be fucked. Uh, You you can't
4: make it to the end of the
3: movie. (laughs) For for anybody who's never seen Leaving Las Vegas, Uh, it's literally a movie about a guy drinking himself. He drinks through the entire fucking movie.
1: Do yourself a favor. I think that's Nicolas Cage's real inner self. It's him. I think it's him. I think it's the one movie that he's actually just playing his fucking self. He can't do it, right? Because he still wants to be in the industry and he wants to be like a normal person. But well, he my doesn't
4: to lose access dude. to
3: that, that Coppola
4: inheritance that he's going to Absolutely. Get Are you guys sad that he's going to wrap it up soon? Did you hear what he, he said? He's got a couple more left and he's retiring.
1: Yes, but I did say because he's nominated for one of the first, I mean, uh, what was the last one leaving Las Vegas? He hasn't the been last nominated. Last time he in a, was nominated?
4: Uh, it was, it was, it was the one he made with her Herzog. Got got a nomination. Oh, really? The Bad Lieutenant. Did you see that? No. It's got Val Kilmer in it, too. It's good.
1: But that was a long time ago, too. Yeah, that was a long time
4: ago. Was that like late 80s, early 90s? Something like that? It must have been. No, that was the the second round. That was after he was kind of fat by then and stuff. Val Kilmer was Because
1: Leaving Las Vegas, I think, was his first and, right?
4: First, First and only win.
1: I'm sorry. Look, we we've got time. Look, this is
4: important. We need to talk about Nicolas Cage. Do right you now love on this a Cage? Nicola-
1: Do you love a Nicolas Cage the uh, way that you
3: should? I, I love, like I love him. I like the he should have been nominated
4: for face off. I was awesome. gonna say Coop likes the action star <laughs> Nicholas Cage. no. no
1: by I, the way, those were the days when action when those kind of movies were actually good and had a storyline and, and you're was, absolutely fucking right.
3: It was back when John Travolta was so respectable too. Uh, I think John Travolta and Nicolas Cage had a very like parallel career where they were really, Nobody really likes John Travolta really, really for
4: they, nobody even thinks he's as good as Nicolas Cage. Pulp Fiction? That was already after he sucked. Like that was his shitty comeback movie but and that, he, and that he was, wasn't even cool in that. He was a dorky th- guy. That was like what his
3: second or third okay. major movie after
4: after so what, like Grease and Saturday Night uh, Fever?
1: Best actor, so 96, best actor. He won for yeah. Leaving Las Vegas. To- 2003, forgot. Adaptation, amazing in that movie. Didn't see it. Nominated.
4: Adaptation, God. wait.
1: Where he plays like the writer that's writing. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got
4: the curly hair. Uh,
1: 1996, best actor in a leading role. Okay, uh, Critics' Choice Pig did nominated. You, I was about
4: to say, did you see Pig? Because that's the other one that he got I nominated. haven't seen Pig yet. I, it's I, fucking awesome. I really liked him in Mandy, though. Mandy's sweet. He was fucking
3: awesome in Mandy. The...
1: Oh, wait. He was nominated for Moonstruck. Golden
3: Moonstruck. Aww. Oh.
1: Honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> Remember that one? She went to, from honeymoon to leaving in Vegas, Las Vegas to leaving Las Vegas. Right? So weird that they. So the that idea out. is that character stayed in Vegas, from honeymoon to Vegas <laughs> up until leaving. Uh, best actor adaptation. Okay.
4: Uh, it is cool that he busts a nut and dies.
1: Spirit Awards.
4: That's where I want to go.
1: Uh, S- Spirit Awards in '90 90 and '96: Vampires Kiss and Leaving Las Vegas. Spirit of Spirit Leaving Las Aww. Vegas was at Spirit Awards. That's okay. not fucking fair. Well, Anyways, that was that was a fucking highly produced, fucking big budget movie. Leaving Las Vegas? Yes.
4: Well, compared yes, to dude. our shit.
1: Compared to anyone in Spirit Awards, this is what I'm fucking talking about. I mean, Whatever.
3: Yeah, isn't, uh, like like the, the Spirit like Awards aren't in
4: Paris was at the Spirit Awards? Aren't the yeah, Spirit Awards
3: like kind of a Joke? No. I've never met a respectable filmmaker that's ever been nominated for
4: a, a Spirit Award before. <laughs> turn Fair it off. point. I could turn Fair off your point, I could just stop cutting to your what angle. What
1: he's joking about, guys, is that Joel was nominated <laughs> for Best Cinematographer. 2011? 2012?
2: 2011,
1: yeah. 2011, Spirit Awards.
3: Yeah. Uh, okay, honestly, to to give respect, the, the reason to me that's... That's a joke is because the what you were up against I know was not a a small budget film. Well, I That's
4: was up against I mean. the artist and Midnight in Paris. And the Midnight artist in Paris is and Midnight in yeah. Paris. Wasn't that Midnight in Paris should have won, actually, but Artist won. I I I watched them and was like, Midnight in Paris should win. It's Wasn't incredible. That,
1: uh Daughter D daughterfucker, what's his name?
4: Uh Woody Allen. Yes. oh yeah wasn't
1: Midnight in Paris it's
4: it's funny
3: that you can say daughter fucker and my mind immediately went to Woody Allen
1: ah interesting Mm mhm right
4: and Taurus we're
1: all cool we're all cool with it huh I hate him anyways um, he's never
4: made a good movie he's never done anything let's get up to
1: current yeah it's mostly Leaving Las Vegas adaptation a funniest thing he ever did was fuck his stepdaughter bad lieutenant (laughs) you're right Uh, but it was Toronto Film Critics Association bad
4: lieutenant's awesome Okay. He gets a blowjob. So yeah, it's then seen. after that, Fuck it's yeah.
1: just kind of like miscellaneous awards, like American Comedy Awards, Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. You know, The Rock, Con Air, City of Angels, Snake Eyes, The Family Man. Snake By Eyes. the way, Family Man. I just got a text from my friend. Best Christmas movie ever. Just I named.
4: haven't seen it. Eight millimeter.
1: Great.
3: Eight millimeter was pretty fucking yeah.
1: cool. Um,
3: introduce me to the concept of snuff films. My life has never been the same. Oh, you I know what, guys? He I got a up.
1: he got a Golden Raspberry Award, so he's good. What he's, the fuck is that? He's, he's, he can retire now. By the way, he's gotten so many Golden Raspberry Awards. I don't know what, what is that it? is. I don't know what that is.
3: Is that like the opposite of an Oscar?
1: Maybe Wicker Man.
3: Ghost oh, Rider, oh, it's the Drive Angry,
1: season of the witch, Trespass, A Drive Thousand Angry. Words, Ghost Rider. Wait, is Drive
3: Angry the one where he plays the ambulance driver? No, Drive Angry is when he's like, Oh, so I love
1: that one too. That, what was I like that? that one.
3: I I can't remember the name of it, but Which I like one was that. was the
1: movie? ambulance one? Ghost Rider. Was it Ghost Rider? No,
4: no, that was the it was a comic book. It movie. was um it was terrible. Fuck. Drive Angry is the one with what's her name? That I know, married to to, I know. to to the pirate guy, Amber Heard. Yeah, Amber Heard oh, oh, is in yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Mandy, he won at the Saturn Awards. Nominated. We need sorry. to get back
4: on topic here. All I'm sorry, happened.
1: I'm sorry. Anybody who okay. hasn't seen Mandy. So go basically, check that movie out. what I'm it's saying yeah. the point wild. the point is I think he hasn't been nominated in a while. He finally got nominated. Golden Globes, probably go on to the Oscars, and I think he really wants to solidify this win. Mm. The best way is best way to solidify the win is to say I'm retiring.
4: Oh, good point. So if they
1: can give him
4: he his wants last a award, so he thank you of for
1: everything you've done. And then he'd be like, got you, motherfuckers. I'm going to do fucking 10 <laughs> million. <I'm gonna> <laughs> yeah. So, and I hope I'm right. Me too. It's a prediction I have and I hope I'm right. If he retires, good for him. But I'd be sad. I hope that he's just doing this to get the award and he fucking should. Because it's a game you need to play at this point.
3: I really thought the whole through line for this tangent was we were talking about the actor most likely to dress up as Santa and and slaughter a family in Covina, California.
1: Would he not play the best Bruce Pardo? Oh absolutely. If I were to cast anyone. I mean he
3: doesn't look exactly I would personally No, it's just
1: the craziness of it. He could really capture
3: going for looks, I'd go for like is it uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, the guy from uh, Full Metal Jacket,
1: for it? sure, or maybe a Vince Vaughn if we feed him a couple pizzas? O- huh? Ooh,
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, Vince Vaughn's kind of, I mean, he's he's gotten a little puffy huge, over the dude. last few years. He's, he's a huge I think, man. I think I think D'Onofrio six, would fit the craziness and the the Ooh, overall
1: yeah. look at this the point. The quiet craziness, yeah, which is like the creepiest, yeah, right? Definitely.
4: Best Santa is Mel Gibson, though. <laughs> Just saying. That's okay. I beg to differ. I say Batman. it's Bruce Pardo.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> the Santa we most identify with. Um, much larger plan upon fleeing the house. Where are you at, Coop? Uh,
3: so he decked the halls with his brain ladder. Sure. And his body was discovered okay. by his brother the following morning.
1: Papa Joe, his wife, Alicia, their two sons, James and Charles, the badass. Gangsters. Yeah, and two Colonel! of and two of their da- daughters, Alicia and Sylvia, lost their lives that night. Bruce also killed the wives of James and Charles, Sherry and Teresa. The last victim of the massacre was Alicia's seventeen-year-old son, Michael, who was trapped upstairs and killed by the fire. In all, nine members of the o- Ortega family died that night. Fuck. On Christmas Day, police interviewed the sole survivor, daughter of Papa Joe and Alicia, Leti- Leticia Ortega.
3: It's a tough name. Poppy It oil. is
1: because I'm... I'm yeah. Um, <laughs> she said that despite the costume, beard, and hat, she could accurately, accurately identify the shooter as her sister's ex-husband, Bruce Pardo. Investigators then returned to Bruce's brother's brother, Brad's house, and investigated his car. It matched the description of the car neighbors had seen leaving the scene of the massacre at Ortega home. This was the final puzzle piece linking him to the murders. And actually, in the 911 calls, uh, after when they're calling 911 from the fire,
3: yeah, Le- she's Leticia saying was the one that, it that was that called.
1: She's saying it was Brad Pardo. It was my, you know, I know, uh, like... But it was so insane. And by the way, I was saying before, Covina police, just not equipped. They don't get this kind of crime mm. ever. Very quiet. Very, like, small shit. The detective said when he showed up to this house, uh, apocalyptic was, like, not even an accurate enough term. Like, it was just, like, carnage. Yeah, uh- burned bodies. The house was completely burned to the ground. Insanity. They, they had a difficult
3: time identifying the bodies, yes, and the house exploded do... in a fireball that went somewhere between 50 and 80 feet high once it yeah. actually ignited. But uh, Charles Ortega, uh, you know, Charles and James, the mm. guys that, that are arguably the, the heroes of the story, as soon as the first shots were fired, as soon as Katrina got shot, Charles saw this guy dressed up as Santa immediately recognized him as Bruce. And he said, it's Bruce. Everybody run. Yep. So they, they already knew to a certain degree that they this guy knew. was, was on
1: the police or to the nine one one dispatch. Like that means nothing. Yeah. Cause they're just like, what we're, we're just trying to get people there. They have to go back and listen or interview mm. her after. So at, and, like we're saying at the time when they found, you know, when these two incidents were reported on Christmas day, Jesus they had no Christ. idea that they were related 40 miles away from each other. And yeah.
3: also after the... So during the tail end of the massacre and after the fire started, there like we were talking about earlier, there was somewhere between like 30 and 40 people in the house. A lot of people were calling the police pretty much immediately after the, the shots were fired because a lot of the adults... Yes. Went and grabbed the kids, ran out the back. Everybody was calling 911, and that was confusing dispatchers because so many people were calling in with slightly different stories. They weren't sure if this was all the same incident that was happening, if there were multiple incidents happening in different areas. Yes. If it, there's
1: one killer that's like massacre and then killing this other dude, yeah. or they, they're they not equipped.
3: Yeah. They're so like, it, what's
1: it happening here? Made the
3: whole situation very confusing for for the first responders. And then also you'd add to that, they find this random body of Bruce Pardo 40 miles away. Shot with, in the head, but
1: sh- in such a way that it doesn't, necessarily look like a suicide and he's got third degree pistols. burns he's got red fabric
4: melted, to his melted
1: into his arms but at that point they don't even know what that means right yeah
4: and
3: i mean with 40 miles of distance between the two incidents they're
1: completely you're different not gonna
3: immediately go like oh yeah this, this must be the guy that set fire to that yeah. house and killed all those oh, people
1: oh yeah a couple <S laughs> hours ago that i don't even know Dis- about I
4: probably he's just closed. thought it was like a prank they're like People kept calling me like, like hey, huh? Santa Claus family?
1: is killing yeah. everybody. Yeah, that or like they're like, oh, fire. OK, like you partied hard. Like there's a fire, they didn't realize the extent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even when they got there, they're it's like, oh, we bomb. are not yeah. Yeah, prepared yeah. for this. Um, So that's crazy. They returned to Bruce's uh, Brad's house and investigated his car. It matched the description. Uh, this was the final puzzle piece. Amazingly the first victim to be shot, 8-year-old Katrina survived along with her. That's the that's the miracle of the story.
3: Ortegas are made differently, apparently. See? Took I, a ni- you, eight-year-old I did took give a you a Christmas shot to the face. Yep. And survived.
1: I did give you a Christmas miracle, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this story is happy. She laughed. <coughs> the 8-year-old that answered the door probably the fucking pr- problem (laughs) don't answer the the
4: the soberest one there yeah
1: the sober kid super excited (laughs) let in the killer it's okay she (laughs) lived just kidding survived (laughs) along with her aforementioned (laughs) mother so her mom and daughter the mom and daughter uh, survived. Two additional unnamed members of the family were injured, but also survived. A 16-year-old cousin who was shot in the back and a 20-year-old who had jumped from a second-story window when they heard the gunshots. Damn. I need Coop to take this last paragraph and All right. send us into the holidays.
4: Now,
3: as we gather together with our loved ones this year, opening presents and airing grievances... Remember to be grateful that you don't have a criminally insane electrical engineer hell bent on wiping out your bloodline. <laughs> and, if a man dressed in a red coat carrying a bag of gifts knocks on your front door, don't open it. It's not actually Santa. As Mrs. Claus can attest, he prefers to use the back door.
2: Oh! oh happy holiday!
4: What do you think happens if you use the back door too much? Yeah, Jesse, what does happen if, if Mrs. Claus is just? My gosh,
2: we're back
4: I think it's something
3: that looks kind of like a kind of like a, a Christmas stocking. Yeah, like
4: a, like an inside
3: <laughs> out, like an inside out donut.
1: Oh, I know I know what you're talking. Um, uh, prolapse.
3: There it is. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's, that was a word that I was happy. Trying to think of too.
1: Prolapse holiday to everyone. <laughs> we. <laughs> We will be coming at you in the new year
4: mm-hmm.
1: with more Crime Corner. Um, and
4: oh, Yeah, this is our new set. Did we talk this about our it? our
1: new set. Oh, we're yeah, supposed we didn't to even... end at Prolapse. Sorry, but I'll do it. I... It's Prol- a Christmas special. You can Prolapse more than once. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Um,
3: once you do it once, it becomes old hat. It's like riding a bike.
1: Let's push that one back Except in for you a second. Can't, so... you, can't, <laughs> you, you
2: can't ride it. You um, can't ride a bike after <laughs> you
1: do it. <laughs> so yeah, back. new set. <laughs> new set. New year. New um, coming at you. Uh, we may be um, on our own audio feed, but do not worry. We will be... The Patreon will come out a lot earlier than, first, no than the audio. At least two weeks. I'm never going to do less than two weeks so that... Patreon is... Patreon. Special. You're, special our, you're our people. Ruben well, and a couple be... of your fucking cronies listening. What? Oh, God,
3: Ruben. Also, exclusive access to the video. Yes. If you, if you want to see us getting getting wild and rowdy and, and the good old iconodon sitting on the desk here. Yeah. Right. And our
1: beautiful faces. And we do do a lot of, like, uh, hand gestures and, you know... Things that you visual will miss, yeah. visual effects that you will miss in the audio. It's Absolutely insane
3: right. how many, like, like, visual gags we do during the show. It's the whole we time. act out the majority of the scenes.
1: It's true. Like, in the last one, the baguette, like, me describing, <laughs> so, like, you did Joel, didn't, Joel didn't know what I was talking about, right? So, he's like, what are you talking about? And I, you know, I'm, like, a baguette, right? And somehow yeah. that showed him what. It
4: was yeah. You're but like to oh, audio... you talking about a huge cock, right? Yeah, but yeah, to yeah. audio, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm just saying baguette over and over, and then somehow Joel gets it. So there is <laughs> something there is something to be said for watching the video. We may go live a couple times. Crime Corner is gonna be, you know, it's
4: popping. It's popping. We're gonna out. be
1: leaning into it. We're gonna be giving you uh, more content, more consistent. New year, new crimes. Love you guys. Thank you, all of you, for joining us on this heartwarming tale. Right, Christmas Eve.
3: Ooh, warming. Nice reference to the Inferno.
1: Right?
4: Huh? Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. <laughs>
1: Merry, Merry 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 Merry
4: Merry
2: Merry Merry Christmas to. You.
4: While well, you seeing images.
1: Thank of- you for <laughs> sharing your Christmas. With
4: us, oh. Ho 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 ho
1: ho ho! Christmas time.
4: That whole time, just gonna be uh, <laughs> World War II napalm footage. <laughs> like
1: welcome <laughs> home,
2: welcome home. <laughs> You are here for
1: Christmas. Time.
3: You're part
1: of the family. Part of the family. Part of the family.
3: God damn it! I love this show. I can't show. fit in the last part now. You have to do
1: it. I'm doing it. Coop is gonna keep. Coop is gonna <laughs> take us out.
3: All right. What do we? What do we? We already prolapsed. <laughs> Thank I prolapse you. Again? <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to all and to all a good And night.
1: to all a good
2: <laughs> <laughs> To all a good <laughs> Oh, God damn, I love doing this. <laughs> God, I'm, cutting,
4: I'm cutting this shit.
2: I'm cutting this shit.